Hey everybody, welcome to the Athletic Potential Podcast. This is episode one, and today we are going to talk about what this podcast is going to be. Now, with it being episode one, what I really want to do is one, introduce Athletic Potential and myself, but also then give you an idea of what to expect here in the future and what to expect from this podcast. So first and foremost, this podcast is meant for anybody who's really wanting to improve their athletic abilities and not knowing really how to do that. That means if you're injured, we will talk about injuries and cases that may apply to you that may give you some ideas and spark some insight in how you can uh, treat some injuries or give you some advice on uh, who to approach if you are injured and where to start in that process. It also is a time for us to talk about uh, if you're really struggling with regards to strength or mobility or or any of those performance aspects of your of your athletic career uh, we can talk about concepts that may help you and some give you some key pointers and and tips uh, to be able to uh, eventually move forward towards your athletic goals this podcast is for everybody anybody who has a body is an athlete as we have goals and specifically physical goals and athletic goals uh, if we want to achieve those things what I think is it'll only help our quality of life, which ultimately I think most of our goals is to be able to remain fit, healthy, and to be able to perform uh, well up until the point that we are no longer here. So brief introduction of myself. My name is Mike Matthews. I'm a physical therapist. I have practiced uh, sports physical therapy and orthopedic physical therapy for the past 10 plus years, and I currently run and operate Athletic Potential where I predominantly treat athletes and more specifically more baseball and softball, volleyball athletes. So I also uh, was a strength coach prior to going to PT school and continue to do strength coaching after PT school. All right, let's talk about how this podcast is going to run and what to expect. At the start of every podcast, we're going to go over a case study review. It's usually going to be uh, the last patient I treated from the day before and where that patient is in their progress towards their athletic goals, one of the things we're working on and just the main things that I'm working, uh, doing with that patient to try to get them better and back to where they want to be. Following that, we will then take uh, uh, question and answers from our audience and we'll answer any questions that may come from our listeners at that point. And we'll try to answer any and all that come in. And at the end of every podcast, there's going to be a key takeaway that I want to make sure everybody remembers to be able to help you apply immediately so that you can continue to progress towards your athletic goals and that we all are able to take steps daily to improve our ability physically. Now, that being said, today we're going to do a quick um, case review, but then we're also going to do a uh, one question that I was asked today in person by one of my patients. And then at the end, what I'm going to do is give you that key takeaway. So this will be kind of a very more of a brief type of podcast episode, but it'll give you an idea on what the framework is going to be. All right. So last patient I treated, um, he's a 21 year old baseball player who had, uh, who has a hamstring strain, specifically biceps femoris. And it is his second injury to the same region. So we know that he's got some, some significant problems. He is actually at this point near full return to play. He's on a sprint protocol. So he's been able to practice, hit, run, um, and field. He's a position player. 
And so it seems to be progressing. So today's treatment for him was we first measured the length of his hamstring to make sure that his hamstrings were appropriately length. And now we're not seeing any loss of flexibility. And then I just did a basic screen of his strength of his hamstrings. Um, previous treatment, he demonstrated good strength equal side to side, which I measured uh, using some dynamometry. And then we did some heavy soft tissue work, mainly hands-on, uh, positional release, as well as some other tissue release techniques to try and improve the just the general feeling of his hamstring as he was complaining a little bit of, of uh, soreness in the hamstring. And then to finish it off, uh, I did a dry needling session, specifically targeting all three muscles of the hamstring in the area where he was feeling most of his pain and soreness from today. And then his initial uh, home program that I sent him home with today was a continued what I call lengthening program and um, a recovery program, which um, usually entails for him the lengthening program accompanied with some non-fatiguing muscle contractions using an electrical stimulation device. In his case, I believe it is um, a Compex or a Mark Pro. I'm not sure. And so that's who I just finished treating. He's a full return to sport. He has games this weekend. We'll see how he does. I won't see him until after he plays in multiple games and hopefully he will do well. All right. So next, let's talk. Um, I got a question today from a, of a client, another baseball player, and we were specifically tar- talking um, talking about back pain in baseball and when is it okay to push through? When is it not? What's normal? What's not normal? And those are pretty vague questions, but his specific question was, if I'm unable to play because of back pain, how long will it be before I'm able to actually get back on the field of play? And that's a loaded question. So let me kind of walk through my thought process on this. First, we have to know what tissue is involved. Is it a disc? Is it the bone? Is it a nerve? Is it, um, you know, some sort of soft tissue or the joint? And I think knowing what the tissue structure is that's involved as the pain generator will allow us to be able to better gauge whether or not, one, that that athlete will be able to get back sooner or later, but Secondly, really give us a time frame of how long it will take. Now, in his case, his his pain mainly looked like it was bone pain. In the minute we t- start talking about bone pain, we know we're talking about a little bit longer term recovery. Um, I typically don't see anything less than four weeks if I know it's bone and it tests positive for bone pain, but and can last up. I mean, even way longer than that to six to eight weeks, maybe even like three to four months, depending on what's going on. So when it comes to talking about how long does it take to get back from an injury, we really have to know what structure we're talking about. And I think if we know what structure we're talking about, um, whether it be muscle or ligament or joint or, or bone, then it gives us a, at least a basic time frame of how long each one of those tissues takes to heal. We, we have a good idea based on some research that, you know, um, Muscle can take anywhere from a few days to heal to two months, depending on how bad it is. Bone usually lasts more, you know, four to six weeks, at least in my experience. So to answer to answer his question, to answer the question about, you know, how long does it take for me to get back with low back pain in baseball, it really depends on the structure that's involved. If we, in what stage that structure um, is in healing and uh, how acute the injury was. So 
we know that if there's an acute injury in his bone, it's going to take a minute to get through, meaning weeks to months. If it's a disc, we'll say it's disc, low back pain. We know that we have to wait for that disc to be desensitized before we can load it back up again. That can take four to five days, according to some of the research. And then even then, we got to make sure that we're not going to just resensitize that disc immediately thereafter. So we know that at least about a week um, to two weeks before we can consider loading the disc again. This is problematic for a lot of, for a lot of uh, athletes as they, they need to get back to their sport pretty quickly. But what it does is gives them a realistic time frame to get back to their sport, not just at you know 60% with continued pain, but really a chance to get back to their sport as soon as they possibly can uh, at 100%. So tough question to answer really, but that was a question I got today and that was my answer for him. All right. Today's key takeaway from this podcast realistically is on any point in time that you are looking at achieving an athletic goal, there's two things you need to know first and foremost. First, you need to know where you want to be. That's your goal, right? So most people will say something like, you know, I I want to be able to play collegiate baseball. Or more specifically, I want to be able to throw um, over 90 miles an hour uh, when I pitch. So that's point, we'll call that point B. So if you know your point B, that's you need to know that first because that's where you want to go. And then the next point or the next item that you really need to know in regards to how to achieve your athletic goals and and that is where are you now? That's point A. And, and I don't think people always have the best idea of where they're at. Um, they'll come in and, and, for instance, we'll say using the example of a 90-mile-an-hour um, fastball, and they'll come in and be like, hey, I, I want to be able to throw 90. And I go, okay, well, where are you now? How hard do you throw now? And they'll give me, you know, well, I, I, I've touched 84 before. And I'll say, great, what was in your last start and your last pitching outing? Um, where were you at? And they'll be like, well, I'm not really sure. I'm like, so your best is 84, but you want to throw above 90. And and it's really vague, really where they're at. So finding point A, because we want to go from point A to point B, finding point A can be very difficult for a lot of clients because they, they want they want to know where they're at, or sorry, they, they definitely want to know where they know where they want to be, but they don't really exactly know first and foremost where they're at now. And we can't really design a program, I can't really design a program to get them to point B without really knowing their point A. And sometimes that takes a decent amount of time and a lot of questions, specific questions, to really flesh out where they're at currently so that we have a really good idea of where point A is. Because, well, and if we don't really know where point A is, it doesn't matter what you start with because you you really are not going to be optimizing their their programming. Um, And so I really think it's important to know where point A is. So, The key takeaway from this podcast today is that I encourage everybody out there who's listening to one, write down your goal. We'll call that your point B, whatever it is, whatever it is you want to achieve. It doesn't matter. It could be, you know, a run a 5k or it could be play collegiate softball or, um, you know, Hey, I want to be able to squat 225 pounds. That may be your goal. That's your point B. And then, I want everybody to really think critically about where their point A is and what where you're at now. And if you don't know that for sure, then go figure it out. And then write it down. 
And then from there, you'll be able to start putting together a nice little roadmap getting from point A to point B. Sorry, start with point B and then figure out your point A. And then give it a shot. Write out a program, write out a, a, a plan to get there. <clears throat> and if you have questions that come up along the way, that's what this podcast is for. Shoot us, shoot us, shoot us those questions. Um, let us know what those questions are. You know, give me your point A, give me your point B, um, and I can try to help you out through this podcast, and I'd be happy to do so. Now, if you are interested in reaching out to the podcast and having questions answered, or you know, walking through your your development program, a point B to point or point A to point B, um, please email me. It's Mike M I K E at athletic dash potential dot com. And we will make sure that we answer any and all questions or emails that are sent to us. That being said, that is the first episode of the Athletic Potential Podcast. I appreciate everybody who's listening. I uh, would appreciate if you would subscribe so that we could uh, get to more listeners and to be able to, to be able to help more people achieve their full athletic potential. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.